So Kendall and I are kind of cleaning up the backyard. We're picking up the table, trash, whatever. And like, I mean, we're, we're shit faced at this, at this point. And if <laughs> our neighbors, after you got yelled at by your neighbor, this is way before. Okay. So our neighbors had to look out and be like, what the fuck? Cause Kendall and I in the middle of the rain, just decide to sit in this little kiddie pool, this 48 inch kiddie pool, both of us sit in it and just sit in it in the rain as it's pouring. And you know, like in our bathing suit, shirts drunk, off, like, drunk as shit, right? yeah, drunk as shit. Like our neighbors had to look over and be like, what are these two grown ass men doing? Oh. Sitting in the kiddie pool, That's funny. a tiny kiddie pool in the middle of the rain. That's hilarious. Welcome to another episode of the Bourbon Hunters. Today, Tyler and Dude sit down to discuss his ongoing patio issues while enjoying two different barrel picks of Russell's Reserve from Bourbon Enthusiasts. So sit back, have a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Bourbon Hunters. I'm Dude Poole. And I'm Tyler Schaefer. And today we have two different barrel selection picks from the Bourbon Enthusiast from Russell's Reserve. We've got one that is uh, from Warehouse C&D, um, third floor. And it is, let's see, it is 11 years old. And then we've got another one from Warehouse B, fourth floor, which is... Uh, eight years old or nine years old, I guess. Well, eight and a half, eight and a half years old. So which one do you want to start with? You want to start with the, uh, eight and a half year old one? Sure. All right, let's do that then. So this one is, like I said, it's from Warehouse B. It's, um, there was 174 bottles in this, uh, in this barrel. And, uh, it is a- Which isn't a lot. 110 proof. No, it's not, but it's eight years old. I mean, it's almost nine years old, so sure. you're going to have some evaporation and stuff. Yeah, but usually they yield a little bit more. Well, this is also 110 proof, too, so. Don't tell me. Ah, Don't tell shit. me things. That's yours. I slopped it. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, Can, just couldn't get it in there. Yeah. I got yours in just fine. Yeah. Damn it. I hate when I do that. That's alcohol abuse. <laughs> nah, I don't have anything to wipe it up with either. Just leave it. Oh, well. Yeah, just leave it. So, Pretend uh, it's like your college dorm. Right. So this one's, like I said, Warehouse B, fourth floor. Um, so what do you get on the nose? God, can you pour me any heavier pours? I can. You always ask. do this. You, you always nicely. do this to me. Well, that's what happens when you run late. <laughs> I think I get a little bit of brown cinnamon or brown sugar. I mean, maybe some cinnamon. I don't know if that's just some. Yeah, it's got a heavy. I definitely brown get sugar that. cinnamon and the oak too. Yeah, like I'm definitely getting the wood out of this. Cherry, maybe cherry. No, uh, there's definitely some fruit of some sort. Yeah, pomegranate. Yeah, cherry. I'm getting cherry. What does it say on the nose? Um, which one is it? Let's see here this one over here warehouse b that's the one we poured so it says uh brown sugar cinnamon baking spice cacao burnt orange peel toasted oak which we got the oak brown sugar cinnamon and then it says creamy dark cherry nice good call we're getting better i think what it is i'm just starting to recognize what the what i'm smelling like i think i've always been able to smell these things i just don't think i knew what they were yeah but now that i'm coming across them more often um so the taste, for me, this says that we should be getting burnt sugar, creme brulee, cacao powder, uh, dark caramel, and hints of cherry. I definitely get the caramel. I'm not getting yes. the cherry in the flavor, I don't think, sure. in the taste. Mm. 
but it is sweet. It and is. It, and it's got a mild finish, which is nice. Yep. Short. For being 110 proof. Yeah. Very short. Yeah. But it's not bad. It's not disappointing short. It's just, it's a good finish. That's it's what just she not, said. <laughs> it's just not uh, completely like sitting in my chest for 10 minutes afterwards. Yeah. I mean, I still am feeling a warmth there, but it's not like a burn or anything. This says on the finish, chocolate, cherry, sweet oak, and char fades out with hints of tangy citrus. I don't know. Oh. About, I don't know about the citrus. So you've got some big news this last week. Indeed. And it would be? Having a boy. Having a boy. So having a boy. For one, I think we've talked about this. You slipped one past the goalie, so that's good. Yep. And for two, you are having a boy. So yeah. that means got you're, what, like 16 weeks or 17 weeks no. or something? No. Can so we, we did a blood... Now? We did a blood test. Oh, really? So the, the, it was a sonogram. <sighs> Jillian said that they were like 99.9% accurate. Oh, cool. And she got two done. Oh. She had two done. And they, they both, both said boy. Oh, nice. Okay. Yep. Well, that's cool. So that's so, probably a little more accurate than COVID yeah. tests, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's good. So that's what you were wanting, right? It was a boy. Yep. So uh, you're already making plans like... Uh, you know, different football teams you're going to have them on and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. So I haven't done it yet, but uh, I plan to really soon. I want to get him some uh, Michigan State baby stuff. So I can, you know, I can make uh, singlets, right? Oh, can you? Yeah. Like singlets? I don't want a singlet. Well, whatever they're called for babies, you know, the like the, the, the onesies. In the onesie. Yeah. That's the word. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've uh, made them for other people. Right. Um, you know, just because that's what they wanted, I can make you some stuff. All right, all right, and it'll all be right. cheaper than you going out and buying yeah. it. That's so, sure. um, definitely nervous how this uh, split fandom house is going to go. You well, know, so is Jillian an Ohio State fan? Yes, a big one, big one. And so okay. is the rest of the family. So, well, I knew the rest of your family. Yeah, I would say that generally, you know, your kid will follow. One, what the dad does. Two, oh, I like that. I, I made like that. that. Yeah, Roger Clifton. Um, two, what the better team is. Yeah, you know, right. So I don't even think Michigan State has to like be better than OSU as long as they have success. You know, as long as Michigan State is not like a two and two and right ten team, then what I've seen from some of my friends is they like. The Bolting Houses. I don't know if you remember them or not, but they, uh, he grew up in Bloomington, Indiana. Yeah. And, uh, the wife grew up here. So she's a huge Ohio State fan. He's a big Indiana fan. And their kids like both. Yeah. So, um, now and, and the, here's the parents the don't. The parents yeah. definitely do not. Yes. Um, and it's, and it's really too bad because if, if Tom Izzo was there, like Michigan State would, would always be good at basketball. And I would always have that to, right. to kind of point towards basketball wise. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's cool. Um, but I think the biggest thing is, and, and what's again, what's going to suck is we're here in Columbus going to games with the baby and, and things like that. Like, so I'll just have to make it a point to go up there for yeah. games with no, the baby. You, you will, you'll have, you know, to. and I, grew up a Michigan State fan because my parents' friends were all Michigan State fans. Right. So they went to games. They well, and the good news is is it'll be easy to get tickets for Michigan State. Oh yeah. They'll be cheap. <laughs> uh, um, easier than a Ohio State. Sure, you know, sure. Football anyway. Sure. But uh it's the boy will be born at Ohio State yeah. and they wrap it in an OSU blanket and I said I'm, I'm gonna immediately change it to Michigan State blanket. Or just bring your own Michigan yeah. State blanket. Yeah. That's funny. She's like absolutely not. Or get a, you know what? This is the time to find someone who is crafty to make a half Ohio State, half Michigan State blanket. No. That's kind of cool. No. Come on. You can I don't see, want any scarlet see, this touching is, my red and This is the problem. My here. white and green. If you're going to be, if you want a chance at this baby, <laughs> not having resentment towards Michigan State, you need to open arms, accept Ohio State and, no. and push Michigan State at the same time. No. I'm telling you, it's going to backfire. I don't it will. think so. It will. I don't think so. The dad always wins. No. Not the, when it comes to that stuff, man. 
you'll have a mama's boy on your hands, and she'll she'll shove Ohio State down her, uh, his throat. Uh, that's gonna be disappointing. So, what do you think of this bourbon? You like it? Yeah, I do. No, uh, I like what's the lot. price? Sixty five. Sixty five dollars. Yeah. And it is a single barrel. It is a private, you know, barrel pick from bourbon enthusiasts. So, um, I think the last time they did one, it was forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, definitely was, a lot of a oak. Years ago. Definitely a lot of oak. Yeah, I think the more and more I drink this, the more and more it's it's uh, growing on me as far yeah. as like the uh, complexity of it. Yeah. And as you were talking, I kept feeling a little bit more like these like bursts of warmth in my chest. Yeah. So I so the the. I think the finish is a little better than I originally thought. Mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. that it was bad, but it was just not long. Now yeah. I feel like it's sticking with me. But this is good. So how's your patio coming? Oh. <laughs> so for anyone that's followed, the patio is not going well. <laughs> a lot of things have come up in life, including it being nonstop 95 degrees. Oh my gosh! I don't know. It has if, been I don't remember this long of a of a spell of of over ninety degrees this early in the summer. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I, I mean, August, we're, we'll get yes, in August. August. Sure, maybe even early September. Yeah, but not in June. So I actually was listening to the radio the other morning, and they said I think it was two thousand twelve. There was like forty five days in the year where it reached above ninety in Columbus. And we're already at like twenty five of them for now. So well, that's that's not too bad then. So yeah, like, but I mean, we definitely have a chance to get there. No, oh, yeah, I mean, for sure. And and you the look and there's part no. About it, it's been no rain. That's been yeah. All the grass is turning brown. That's the part that sucks. Yeah. I don't mind it being ninety five if it's raining once a week. Yes, and a good rain. Like we had a rain last night, I think. Two nights ago. Yeah. Two nights ago, and it dropped down to 77 during the rain. And then as soon as it stopped raining, it got humid and, and back up to like 85 again. Yeah. But we needed some rain. I mean, the rain. But when I, when I left for work at 8.15 or 5.15 this morning, it was 75 degrees. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was coaching the I, – I was opening the gym doors at 5.30, and it was already uh, – it was already almost 80 degrees. Yeah. And then the worst part is you're sitting in this stagnant gym. All day. I would say that that was one thing that I never looked forward to at at PL is, you know, I was there all day, but you're just, you know, between your workout, between, you know, coaching, like you were just constantly in your own sweat. Oh, yeah. All day. Like even if you showered, there was... But it's, and it's not even like, you might not be sweating, sweating, but you're just just damp it's you're just, damp just, and you feel the mugginess and yes. it's just you feel sticky even yeah. though and i haven't like i took today off as a rest day been using i don't know if you follow the whoop stuff everyone's doing but i have a, a whoop and it told me today that my recovery was 20 percent. Hmm. that's absolutely terrible yeah so it's like the second worst recovery day i've had and it doesn't help that i get up on tuesdays at 5 a.m to go coach crossfit yeah and then it also didn't help that we stayed up till like eleven thirty last night. So I uh, got like five hours of sleep. What did you in, do up at five eleven thirty? We were watch, we we hadn't been watching shows lately, and we stayed up last night and watched a couple shows. What do you what have you been watching? So oh my gosh, it is. I think it's funny. Uh, it's called Grace and Frankie, and okay. it's it, the, the premise is it's got uh, who's the older? Is it Martin Sheen is the dad? I have no idea who. Of like Charlie Sheen, Martin Sheen, Maybe. Emilio Estevez. I think Martin Sheen's the dad. Emilio. He was in the West West Wing and all that stuff. And then it's got the guy from Law and Order who was tall and lanky, gray hair. Um, and the show starts off, and then Joan Rivers and uh, Lily Tomlin. So they're married to each other. You are literally, I am so bad with actor names. Well, and these are all old actors, like from my like age. Yeah. Um, so I grew up with a lot of these actors. But anyway, the first episode starts with the guys sitting down with their wives telling the wives that the two guys have been having an affair for 25 years or 20 years. What? So Martin Sheen and the other guy are are gay, yeah. and but they've been hiding it for 20 years. Break they basically divorce their wives. They've been best friends, uh, law partners for, you know, a long time. So they divorce their wives. The wives are Grace and Frankie. They become like friends through this, even though they don't really like each other at first. Yeah. And so we're on like season five, just finished season five, getting ready to start season six. Or I think we're ready to watch the last episode of season five is what we're about. Have you? So one thing that I've been watching, there's a lot of pointless, odd episodes, but community 
was... I haven't gotten into that yet. I want to watch that and Parks and Rec. I've never watched Parks so and Rec. So Parks and Rec is fantastic. Everyone says that. I've ne- I I passed on it immediately. Yeah. And then I just never got into so it. So Parks and, and Rec is fantastic. It. I don't know that there's a lot of pointless episodes, whereas in Community, there's definitely some episodes where... Well, a lot of comedies have those I'm pointless like, episodes. I'm like, what? If this ever, was just... Did you ever watch Friends and Seinfeld? Yeah. So Friends and Seinfeld, in my opinion, were great shows. But what's funny is when you watch Friends on like TBS or anything else now, you don't get most of the episodes. You only get like half of the episodes or maybe even a third. Yeah. And they just keep playing the same third of the episodes over and over again. And that's because a lot of them are throwaway episodes. Yeah. And same thing with Seinfeld. Like they'll every once in a while slip in an, uh, an episode that's just not as good. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, this didn't age very well. But no, but, yeah. but the ones that aged well are just still hilarious. Yeah. And in community, there's a lot of nuances with it that I just uh I mean it's my humor. It's yeah. my humor like that I just love very, very hidden details about characters that is that the one just, that had uh chevy chase in it at, at yes the beginning? yes chevy okay. chase he's super sexist racist and yeah. he's un- unapologetic about it right like he's so oblivious and unapologetic for it he's just like the ri- he's just like the wealthy old white guy that just says what what's the stereotypical, on his mind yes he's gotten so old he doesn't yes. care he just says whatever yeah um and but like it's the the characters are kind of nailed very well uh and overall, like I think it's fucking hilarious. But there are a lot of episodes I watch. I'm like, huh. Brooklyn Nine Nine is one that I, I love Brooklyn Nine Nine. Love that show. I have been told to. That's uh, one of my it. favorite shows. Really? Yes. Maybe Brooklyn Nine Nine is like and... the is like the new girl of cop shows. Is it? Yes, you would love it. Like, honest to God, it is so silly. Yes. Like new girl. But, but not like, stupid. But it's so fast paced and witty with the banter. Sure. That's what makes it funny. Like it's situationally decently funny. But like no not a single one of these characters could really exist in real life the way they're written. Not a single one. But the show is fucking hilarious. Like everyone I talk to who watches it loves it. Like there's a scene in that cool. movie and he he does that yeah he says that all the time there's a scene in that show like one of the best things they do is every year or every episode they have a uh, like a soft opener you mm-hmm. know for a sitcom that is just funny as shit one of them and i posted it to my facebook wall or instagram wall a couple i don't know it's got had to have been a couple years ago now um basically what is what it is is they're doing a lineup and the main character is the one who's running the case. And they have a woman there, and basically what happened was is someone killed her sister or daughter or something like that, or husband, or I don't remember what. That's not important. What's important is that uh, they're doing a lineup, and the only thing they had to go on is that one of them was singing the song, um, I Want It That Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I think I've seen clips of that. So basically what happens is, is, is they have them sing lines from the song while they're in the lineup. And, uh, and then he has them all sing it together at the end. <laughs> and he was like, oh, that was awesome. And then she goes, number five. Number five killed my whatever. And he goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> I oh, forgot about that. Forgot <laughs> like, about that. like I did. I forgot that was the. Uh, Ooh, the point. yeah. I forgot. I forgot. That's what we were doing. Yeah. So this is this is it right here. Oh no, this isn't it. That's not the right one. No, but like I love, like I love that show. It is honestly. Have you made it through the whole thing? Well, it's not over yet. So it's it's still going, and it'll start up again. This. So what happened was it got canceled off of one station, and another station picked it up. Huh. Which is interesting. Like it was. Why, why would it get canceled? I don't know. But what was funny is at one point, like let's say NBC canceled it. Yeah. And then Fox picked it up or vice versa. I don't remember who picked it up and who canceled it, but like that's, I was like, why would you cancel that show? And then the other, the other uh, channel picked it up and it ended up just, uh, you know, it was, uh, I, I don't know why they would have canceled it to begin with. It yeah. was such a funny show. Like it reminds me of so many other shows that have been canceled and then they start like a petition, you know, and then that show gets saved. Yeah. This was one of those. It didn't even need a petition. It just got picked up. Like the other network was like, what are you doing? That was stupid. And then they just picked it up. 
It was that that show was just so funny. I, I can't even I can't even explain the silliness is just right. It's not like crazy silliness. It's it's perfect silliness. Yeah. But anyway, that's just I love I love that show. Um but anywho. So your your patio's not going well, huh? Yeah, back to the original <laughs> question. It's not going well. Um No, I just uh, the the pavers are pretty much it. And, and is the and problem it, mainly because they're multiple width or depths yes yeah so it's not it's not an easy lay it's not an easy lay (laughs) that's what he said um and so i can't just easily go out and do it i've actually tried to my brother's a lot better at it than i am um there's some other people i've had kind of help me but my brother's been the main one and you know he works all he's, day he's in 95 degree heat yeah. so he doesn't want to come home after work oh hey let me finish and, up and just go to yeah. tyler's and, and even him. yep and even on the yeah. weekend like so you know have you I, offered uh, to pay him like you've yes. offered to pay other people and yes. he still just doesn't want to do it <laughs> yes hundreds of dollars too like really? i i even asked him i was like you know how many hours would this take you he's like ah probably four or five and i was like i would i'll, I'll literally give you a hundred dollars an hour like just like go finish it and he's like I don't know. So I'm like, all right. Listen, at that rate, tell him I'll work for him for 20 bucks an hour. Yeah. (laughs) So, and and I was ready to, I I called around everywhere. You know, I was, this is what we need to do. We need to have a little bourbon party at your house. Have some friends over, your brother included. He can direct us. We'll do the work. Drink some bourbon as we're going and get it done. Sure. Just get it done. Yeah. I know it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, um, and then when we're done with it's that, it's easier with a couple people. If a couple people were right. kind of like well, doing something, it things, passes the time better, yes. but it also makes it just a little. You know, easier. grabbing grabbing sand from the front, grabbing right. blocks. Someone's kind of laying them. Um, we should ask Jake Reitz if he'll help us. Jake Reitz, I don't know from our is. gym. The kid works out. He works all day outside with his dad's business. Yeah. Then he comes to the gym and works out afterwards. Well, if he does patio stuff, then I don't yeah. know that he does, but he does manual labor and we oh. could direct him to like, you could, your brother could direct him as to what to do. You should ask him. So I, I've honestly called around to six landscaping patio places. And I don't they, know if I told you they this. Won't, you've told me kind of, but, and, and I was like, I, I told him, I was like, it will not take more than two people for this job. It's not more than a one day job. Like, I I don't care if it's a thousand dollars. Like at this point, like I'll just get it done. Get just it get way. it done. And they're like, you know, I just wish I had the time. Like we're scheduling in two months out, and I'm like, holy hell, you can't get me two laborers you know of you your shitty laborers. Just, you should schedule it, and then in the background, find some other work, someone else to do it, and if they'll do it then just cancel. Well, you know what's crazy is I did find one that was maybe a month and a half. I found this a month ago. So You're at right. this point, I probably <laughs> would be a couple of weeks away and, and then uh, it would be done. You know what we need to do? This is the other thing you could do. You could offer up uh, like a day on your boat, your parents' boat. Maybe. I don't know that that's that exciting. It's exciting to me when there's no fucking pools open right now. Sure. Did you see what we just bought? So so enough about you. Let's talk okay. about me. So we bought two little pools this week. Yeah. We're going to white trash the shit out of this neighborhood. Nice. So we bought a dog pool. Yeah. It's a collapsible fold-up dog pool. And Bella had a blast in it. Right. Banks, I set him in there, and then he sat there for a minute and then jumped out. Like, he does. he doesn't... For a lab, he doesn't really uh, approach the water like a lab should. Yeah, Bella does. She like buries her whole head yep. in it. She like opens her mouth, like buries her head. Yeah, in it. labs she, love water. Well, except for Banks. <laughs> and then we got a four-person blow-up pool. Blow-up pool. It's like eighty-five inches by yes. eighty-five inches by three feet tall. I love it. And it just came today. I'm like, I'm filling it up, and you're just gonna sit. I'm gonna, in it. yeah. We'll just fill I it forgot. up in the morning, and then let it warm up a little bit, and then just sit in it. One thing that Kendall and I were like, not reminiscing, but like it kind of hit us the other day. So when I when I had people over doing the whole slip and slide thing, <sighs> I, I told you we had that forty-eight inch little yeah. kiddie pool. Yeah. Well, it was funny because it started to pour out of nowhere and it started to 
and and uh, this was Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. said it was just like it was just over. Dude, the it, house, right? it, this this storm was a small one, and it parked over our house. <laughs> it was it was incredible how it just did not move for an hour. That's funny. And it wasn't supposed to rain all day. So Kendall and I are kind of cleaning up the backyard. We're picking up the table, trash, whatever, and like. I mean, we're we're shit faced at this at this point. And <laughs> if our neighbors or after you got yelled at by your neighbor, this is way before. Okay. So our neighbors had to look out and be like, "What the fuck?" Because Kendall and I, in the middle of the rain, just decided to sit in this little kiddie pool, this forty-eight inch kiddie pool. Both of us sit in it and just sit in it in the rain as it's pouring, <laughs> and you know, like in our bathing suits, and shirts you're dr- off, you're like drunk as shit, right? Yeah, drunk as shit, like. Our neighbors had to look over and be like, what are these two grown-ass men doing oh. sitting in the kiddie pool? That's funny. A tiny kiddie pool in the middle of the rain. That's hilarious. We have come to a nice point in the episode to take a quick break and mention our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Unicorn Nation Apparel. Magical apparel for magical people. Check them out at www.unicornnationapparel.com. They make a lot of custom shirts for small groups, parties, teams, or whoever needs shirts. They can do screen printing and vinyl pressing for athletic wear or outerwear. Check them out today. Ready for round two? Yeah. What do you think of this uh, bourbon, though? Like, what do you think of this one? The one we just did, Warehouse B. I think it's great, especially uh, you know, as the 110 proof. Not that it's overly strong, but as the 110 proof wears off, um, I mean, it gets a, a lot easier to drink. I mean, you still get a heavy oak taste. I think it it got easier for you to drink as you, as you. Yeah. I, I agree with that completely. Like I really and it wasn't necessarily it. it wasn't necessarily that it was a high pr- I mean 110 is a decently high proof, but it wasn't necessarily that it was overwhelming, but it just became an easier drink. Yeah. I I agree. It was never bad to begin with. I don't know that it's necessarily a a hunt for me. But <sighs> wild turkey is is slowly climbing up the list from yeah and so russell's reserve i've had some bad russell reserve i've had some bad russell reserve um however lately i have been enjoying everything i've had from wild turkey yeah so what was the one we got at the store pick at the uh, westport whiskey and wine what was that Uh, kentucky spirit yep and then i've had the wild turkey 101 yep Uh, i've had at a bar, uh, Master's Keep, I've had Rare Bird. I like I like all of the stuff that I'm that they're pumping out right now. Yeah, it's just really good. Plus, not to mention they're doing that. Uh, uh, what do you call it? The um, the collection of um, distiller collection or something like that. Yeah, where we had that uh, uh, Bond and Lillard. Which went okay. I thought it was a little overpriced for only being a three seventy five, you know, yeah. milliliter. Um, but it was good. But their saffle, the WB saffle or whatever, is supposed to be really, really good. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm starting to really like the stuff coming out of Wild Turkey, and this is just. I mean, I know this is a barrel pick, so this is something that you know bourbon enthusiast has gone in they've they've chosen yep but according to what they put out they they went in to choose a barrel uh-huh and liked two of them so they got them both gotcha and that's why we've got these two here today nice. so uh did you have the ability to buy one of each yeah yeah that's what i did oh, okay. i couldn't buy more than one of each of gotcha. these because they are cask could, strength and lower yields could you buy two of one 
No. It was just one. One of each, yep. Uh, so the next one we talked about, it was an eight-and-a-half-year-old uh, barrel that got bottled. It was 174. This next one is out of the CND warehouse, uh, floor three. This is, uh, I think, from what I understand, I don't know enough about this. I tried to look it up, and I, I couldn't find enough about it. But this is apparently a little bit more of a famed warehouse. I don't know. Gotcha. Um, but it is... Only a bottle yield of 162 versus the 174, which makes a little bit of sense because this one is uh, two and a half years older. So this is an 11-year bourbon. Damn. And uh, also 64.99 from the club that, that I'm part of. Interesting. Did, did you already rinse uh, out your... Uh... Yeah, I did. No, I'm not going to fuck it up. I'm going to hold the glass that way. I, can't. I was. I, I meant to ask you, is there... Are is they coming enough? out... Yeah. Are they coming out with anything good recently? Who, uh, Bourbon Enthusiast? Yeah. Oh, God, I'm, yeah. I'm going to cancel my subscription. Not that I oh, necessarily... because it's just stuff you don't control what you're getting. Yeah. Yeah, and so... It's, it's... I mean, it's $70 a month. Oh, is it that much? Yeah. So, I mean, you're obviously not paying for the bottle on top of it, but in this case, how much is Bourbon Enthusiast? I know there's different levels. There's different tiers, so let me, let me pull it up for you real quick. Yeah, let's so, revisit this. I know we've gone over this, but... Maybe some of our new um, sexy fans. <laughs> and I don't know how many spots are open still. That's the that's the other thing. I don't know how many spots are open. Um, so they have 512 patrons now. So that's the thing. So they've got a $12 a month, which is sold out. They've got a $25 a month, which is two spots left. Huh. Um, Bourbon Connoisseur Private Barrel Club. The two, uh, and then they've got a $100 a month, which is sold out. And um, what is the what what do so each the 20, get you? So the they build on each other. So the the twelve dollars a month, which is sold out, uh, is access to the private barrel club. Uh, basically, means that you get access to to their twenty barrel selections each year. So they're basically, it's not exactly one a week or one every other week. Sometimes you'll get two in a three week period, then you'll go two weeks, and then you'll get three in a two week period. Like it's mm. it's interesting, um, but. And it's all based on the distributor, like when they pick it up and, and sure, you know, sure. like they might do a barrel selection. And that's for their $25 a month one? Yeah. And so you get access to all of them from any of the tiers, but you it, but it goes in the order of the tier you belong to. So if you're a $100 tier, you get first dibs. $25 tier gets second dibs. And then... Do you think that the $25 one sells out, like you don't have access a lot? They sell out quickly if it's a well... Yes. So uh, one of the people that li actually listens to this, his name's Trevor Kunkel. He uh, lives in Ohio somewhere. He's the one who turned me on to Bourbon Enthusiast to begin with. And since I do the $100 tier, I get, I've never been sold out. But he is in the $25 tier. And he tells me that every once in a while, like if you're not on it, they'll announce when they're going to go mm. live. If you're not on it, 10 minutes later, you might not get your bourbon. Gotcha. So, it, you know, that's that's the thing. So with... $25, you get access to the Private Barrel Club. You're the second tier now. Um, and then you get uh, potential invites on barrel selection. So basically what happens is is if they go through all the $100 tier people or they can't come or something, then they'll go down to the $25 tier and yeah. invite them. It's, so the other ones, you for the, the other ones is a $25 one, you get no matter what. You get no matter what, what? So you said, what's the first list? The first list is basically access to the private barrel club. You get access to it, but you're the third tier. Gotcha. So if the first two tiers sell out, you may not get something. Yeah. Um, I don't know how often that happens. Like, for example, the one that I did from uh, Maker's Mark is still available. Hmm. It's the only one that I, that's in their list over the last two years that's still available. Hmm. And it's two or three months old. Gotcha. Um, these sold out in like 15 minutes mm, okay. from the second tier. Do they let you know fairly in advance it's this time or is it like, a, yes. hey, so, it's 8 a.m. We're doing a, a release at noon. No. So what they'll tell you is, so let me, let me back up. So their feed basically will say, um, for example, um, June 26th, they said they've got Russell's Reserve times two, Four Roses and Taconic Distillery. Then July 3rd is when they actually um, said Russell's Reserve times two. Happy Friday. The next two barrels of Russell's Reserve have landed at the retailer. And then they make the announcement after that. So they've, they announced it twice already, June 26th, then July 3rd. And then I think it went live. Let me look at my messages. It went live on July 7th. 
Gotcha. So you had you four days. I mean, least. you had two weeks almost to know. Yeah. And then four days before it became live. And so what happened was is um, they'll even tell you, like, uh, we're thinking it's going to go live Thursday or Friday. And then they'll even make an announcement and say it's going live tomorrow at 2 p.m. And then if you're in the $100 tier, it'll go live at 1 p.m. Mm. type of thing. You gotcha. know what I mean? Gotcha. So they'll announce it in their feed that it goes live at 2 p.m. And if you're in the $100 tier, you'll get a private message at like 1 p.m. saying, hey, gotcha. first dibs. But and there's never it. been anything sold out. Have you Not ever? Not by the first tier. No. Gotcha. So the first tier, so like what happens is, is that you click on it and it was limit one. Yeah. Now, both of these are out of stock. They're both sold out now. Yeah. But if you look at... Um, so what's next? So coming up next for yeah. them uh, is you've got, let's see here. Um, Elijah Craig, Barrel Strength is in motion. Barrel, should, barrel proof? Um, well, he's going to be making that selection in the next couple of weeks. So barrel proof, yeah. Uh, I would assume it's going to be a barrel proof. It just says an Elijah Craig barrel. Um, but that that we probably won't see that for a couple of weeks or a couple of months. Um, it says, uh, let's see here, upcoming private barrels. Uh, smooth Ambler, uh, five-year MGP. Uh, smooth Ambler, Old Scout, five-year MGP, proof Barrel Pick 2, Barrel Pick 1. Jack Daniels Single Barrel is coming out, Barrel Proof. Jack Daniels Rye Single Barrel. Elijah Craig Single Barrel Bourbon Old Elk Week Whiskey 6-Year Number 2, Barrel Proof. Old Elk 5.5-Year Private Select Barrel Proof. Smoke Wagon 8-Year, Smoke mm. Wagon 8-Year. These are all out coming soon. Old Forester 100 Proof, Old Forester Barrel Proof. Uh, there's Select 1 and Select 2 of both of those. So there's a lot of stuff on I, coming. I, and we've talked about how the different nuances of barrel picks are are fantastic and i love it but i just sometimes with them i just wish like with who bourbon enthusiasts yeah like you know do a do a well or foolproof barrel pick do a you know they those are tough to get you I really know. have to get be to get into it like you have to get into the the people to do that you know what i haven't seen from them is i don't remember seeing a single Buffalo, Buffalo Trace, Trace product, product, yeah, which means they may not be in with them. So you know what's crazy? I've is seen like, Knob Creek. I've seen you know Wild you know, Turkey. So, so that liquor store up in Michigan that I know, mm -hmm. they're not only doing a Bland's store pick, but they're doing a Buffalo Trace store pick. Yeah, a lot of places so, do Buffalo Trace store pick. How, like, how could I, I see huge... those all over the place? Like, uh, our goat here in town has a Buffalo Trace store pick. Yeah, I mean. You would you would think that if just random stores can get I it. I think the reason is, I'm pretty sure, not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure the reason is, is I think Buffalo Trace does theirs by first come, first serve on their website. And they announce, if you sign up, they say, okay, here we go, barrel proofs for next year. Or, you know, you got to sign up for them. I think. I'm not 100% sure. But it <sighs> kind of seems that way. Um and then I, I think that you probably, just like our tier system here in Bourbon Enthusiasts, I think you have to be, like, you probably get first dibs. You probably get a week ahead announcement before the regular populace. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we've poured out now this second bottle. This is uh, also sixty four ninety nine. It's from that warehouse CND, floor three. Um, this, was uh, this was barreled on March 10th, 2009. And it was bottled on 5-26-2020. And 162 bottles. So what do you get out of this one, nose-wise? Much, much mellower. I definitely am getting more wood. Yes, but not oak. No, it's almost like the, the char of the wood. I'm getting that real heavy. Um, but this says on the nose you should get dark chocolate which maybe cherry brown sugar. I get the brown or the all burnt sugar. I get, yeah, that's what it is. I don't get the caramel. It says, it says sweet char, moderate Oak, dark chocolate, burnt sugar, and caramel. I don't get the caramel, but I do get some sugar. I don't get this, the cherry on this one, but I am getting the wood. Yeah. Um, I don't get dark chocolate either. Are you getting dark chocolate? Maybe. Maybe I am getting some dark chocolate now that I keep smelling it. Yeah. When you go more through the nose, not the mouth, Yeah. then yes. Well, I can't do that right away or it burns my nose. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I did that. 
Now this one I feel like <sighs> immediately hits me on the tongue. Yes. And, and a much it's, longer it's the finish. Same, it's the same proof too. It's 110 proof. So all things being equal, equal proof-wise, I feel like this one smacks you in the face a little bit more right away. It's not as viscous. No, it's, which is interesting because usually I feel like, and I just this could just be me being too young into this, but I usually feel like the older ones are yes. more viscous. Um, but it says immediately, complex, with, taste, with layers of dark honey, caramel, sweet oak, orange peel, and brown sugar. Now, I get the, I get the, the uh, orange peel. I'm going to have to keep going to this because this one hit me too hard right out of the gates. Oh, yeah. I do get a little orange peel. Oh, that's neat. The second, the second drink was a lot different. Yeah, for me it was too. I think I get the honey too. I think I get the honey and I get the orange peel. I don't know that I'm getting any of the other stuff right now. I'm I'm still getting some of the wood, I guess. So sweet oak, it says. Yeah. Um, and that's interesting. But for eleven the sweet years old, oak, the sweet oak is 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 well, interesting. Like maybe that's what I was referring to, where I get the wood, but not necessarily like a a heavy oak. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the first barrel selection was heavy oak. Now this says what's funny. It says lingering citrus on the finish, and I think I get that. I don't normally pick up citrus on my on my bourbon tastings, but I'm I'm getting this on the finish, like I, it, the burn, yes. the, the finish, and I don't want to call it like a burn because it's a good, it's a welcome burn, but I am getting a more of a citrusy type of uh, flavor to that. And what's funny is it says uh, on the finish, bourbon soaked oak. I've never heard that as a finish uh, property. That's funny. Uh, but I do get the, I definitely am getting the orange peel, like you said. I'm going to taste this again because I'm wondering if it's going to change a little bit again. Hmm. Yeah. Definitely getting, the honey stays with me every time I, I taste it. The The orange peel I'm getting too. Now that Now that I know it's there, I'm able to pick it out. I don't think I would have come up with orange peel on my own. But it's good. I like this. I so so far. Do you think you like this one or the first one better? I, think, I like this one. What's funny is I think I like the finish of this one better, but I think I like the immediate taste on the tongue of the first one better. But they're both yes. really they're yes. both really good though. They're both really good. I I like them a lot. So, uh, yeah. So we got that blow up pool. I can't wait. I'm gonna blow it up in the. Uh, uh, in the, uh, you know, back and just put it on the patio, fill it up mm -hmm. with water, let it sit in the sun for like an hour, then hop in it. And just, oh, yeah. I was even thinking about having my son maybe, maybe, uh, fix some cocktails ahead of time. Yep. Keep them in the fridge and then just have my son just bring them out. So I think both of these to me, and see, this is this is the other reason. Like you were talking about, maybe canceling that membership. If you pay twenty five dollars a month, and you pay sixty five dollars on top of that, you're paying ninety bucks a month, basically. And you might pay more than that a month because you might have two. Oh yeah. So you might end up paying one hundred fifty bucks in a month. Yeah. However, you don't get control of what's sent to you in the one you're in now, right? Yeah. Which could be cool. Because you're trying stuff that you wouldn't have normally picked for yourself, but, it's, but I mean, it's legit stuff I've never heard of. Right. Like, which, like I said, could be cool, but at the same time, it's like not eh. for seventy bucks, right? Yeah, that's like well, that's these, like bourbon roulette. These are yeah, these <laughs> are know? these are literally they should be you know thirty dollar bottles. If I was at a party and someone was giving me the ones they're giving you, no, I'd be okay with that. However, paying $70 a month for it, yes. You know, I would feel like 25 bucks a month plus getting the choice of when you want to buy a bourbon. Yeah. And I feel like bourbon enthusiasts to me has earned my business because I like their palate. I've only had one bourbon that they've done that I didn't like. I'm pretty sure it was them, and it was that barrel bourbon that we both <laughs> remember. We, oh yeah, yeah, we didn't like it. Yeah, and I don't. I still don't like it. And I think I think barrel bourbon is one of those things that you either like or you don't like. Which I know that's true of everything, but I feel like barrel bourbon is is one of those things mm -hmm. to me. 
I, I just didn't like it, and I don't like their method. I don't think I like that blending method that they use. And so I don't know that I'll like any barrel bourbon. Yeah. But everything that I've had of theirs, other than the barrel bourbon, I have really enjoyed. Like, to me, it, I feel like their taste profile is the same as mine. So question, how many listens are we at? Almost 2,000. Do you know how close we are? Um, I feel like, so we just published today the flights of the roundtable that you were not at. Um, and so generally we're getting about 70 listens or 70 downloads per episode at this point. Um, so I think after that episode and if this episode keeps the same trend, then we'll be close to, we'll be close to 2,000. Yeah. After this one and that one. But like again, you know, whatever. I don't care. So like the the flights of the round table is already at eighteen and I just published it today. So like you okay. get an immediate eighteen yeah. automatic downloads probably. Um what's really interesting to me is I've had two friends from high school text me in the last couple of days that yeah. said they started listening, which surprised me. And then uh Tony Tyndall listens to it now. Nice. So like he he drives a lot of places right now, yeah. Michigan and Indiana and stuff like that. So he's been listening. He's already on episode twenty. He's only been listening for like two weeks. Jeez. And uh so Tony, shout out to you, Shout buddy. out to Tony. And uh it's just fun. Like it I know I don't really care if anything comes out of this. So uh, this sorry, is just kind of fun for me. I miss it. How how close are we? To uh we're hundred and fifty nine away. Well, 159. So we're relatively right there with also our followers on Instagram. Uh, we're yeah, we're, right in, we're about the same. 22. Yeah. So we got to start thinking. <laughs> You're going to talk shop are, on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk shop. <laughs> we got to start thinking. Well, maybe maybe we'll get some some write-ins. I don't know where they're going to write in, but maybe we'll get some write-ins. Some write-ins. Write-ins on what should be our 2,000 follower and listen. I want to go listen. You don't even listen to our podcast. I know. If you would just go through and listen to every one of our podcasts, we'd be close to 1,900. Just from you listening and downloading. I'll just I'll just put it on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Give us a a buffer. Um. I don't know that we need to talk shop on the podcast. However, I would like to do something. Um, so I, we've had a couple good ideas. I know that uh, Mar- well, Martell and Randy want to do a flights of the round table like once every month or every other month or something like yeah. that. So I think that sounds kind of neat. But I also want to do that bottle kill episode every like 10 episodes or so. Yeah. Ground fault or something. Um, Earthquake. Yeah. Something like that. So I'd like to, every 10 episodes, I'd like to do like a bottle kill episode where we kill the bottle and then we start recording. How, how much of the bottle are we killing? Well, it depends on how many people we are. Sure. If it's just two of us, I don't think killing a bottle would be smart. Yeah. But I think what I mean is we buy a bottle just for the episode, four of us drink it. To completion, as we pour the last glass each, we start recording. Okay. I think that would be a fun bottle kill episode. So if you if you see bottle kill episode coming out anytime soon, that's what it is. I got to clear my day. You got to well, clear yeah. your day. Well, fuck yeah. We both do. Either take but a day off of how, work or do it how, on the weekend or something like how that. How nice would that be to do smoke meats that day right well that's kind of the idea that's that was part of flights of the round table that was kind of parts of the uh, you know the idea for that is we all smoke meat and then you ended up going fishing mo didn't show up and then uh, we'll do it here well that was my plan yeah we'll do it here yeah and go sit outside on the on the patio furniture yeah yeah we'll go out there we'll do it here no i i, I mean it's perfect i think it, it makes more sense if there's a football season to do yeah. it on a football you know, Saturday we sit and watch the football, then oh, we yeah, drink sure. some bourbon, then we go out and record for a yeah. couple hours. By the way, did you see those reverse sear steaks that I did last night? No. Did you Absolutely incredible. Well, one. Oh, yes, I did. I did see them. Yes, life. yes, yes. You had it on your story, right? Yeah. Yeah. My phone's officially a rock. I'm taking photos with a rock. 
What? You know? Because have you ever heard a, that saying? No. Like Meaning when the like photo is so bad, it oh. looks like you're taking a photo with a rock. All right. Okay. I guess I, I guess I haven't. I'm, it's, I'm it's a couple of generations I'm a, I'm a below you. I'm a boomer. Yeah. Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway, reverse here. I'm gonna tell you about how fucking awesome these what are. What is reverse sear? What does that mean? So you cook it and then you sear to finish. Instead of searing first. Well, I mean you can sear first and then cook it, or you can just you basically sear as you're as you're cooking at a, a medium a medium heat. So I threw three steaks on from Costco. Shout out to Costco for one, the mac and cheese, which is top notch. Well, you got you missed out on my top notch homemade mac and cheese last I, week. Well, I two I, weeks I, ago I, I made my own homemade mac and cheese a couple of weeks ago too, and it's fantastic. But as far as like, did you a, put cheese it's on top of it? Crumbled cheese. No, that shit's stupid. No, it was so fucking good. I've ne- no. I've always said it was stupid. I did it just because, eh, why not? And it was freaking ridiculous. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Uh, I've done. I've had it a few times, and I'm I'm just underwhelmed. Oh. Anyway, it's pre-made. So you know their Costco's pre-made section. Yeah. So it's in there. You pop it in the oven. Oh, that was the other big thing that you did this weekend, right? Join Costco. Yes. Join Costco, which... Now, did you do the cash back one or the percentage back or whatever it is? No, Jillian wasn't with me, so I wasn't about to do a uh If you go enough, it makes... It's oh, not yeah. a credit card. It's a membership thing. Oh, well... It's I, a different tier of the membership. Well, they have you, a credit card. Yes, but, but then, they also have a membership yes, tier. Yes, I, I got the higher one. So, so as you spend money, supposedly yes. you'll get like rewards on Yes. So... No, I did that one. Um, we actually, Kendall we and I... And I'm disappointed. You are? Yeah. You didn't or you did? We did not. Oh, okay. And But you know what? Actually, we haven't gone to Costco ever since they've made masks mandatory before masks what? state. Don't get me started. Sure. Well, I understand that. I understand that. Uh, my dad, up until it's been mandatory, he wouldn't go anywhere that required That's how Trina was, yeah. He was just like, I will just choose to shop at other places. Right. And I was like, well, that's fine. He's like, I, I just, like downtown had it. He's like, I'm just not going to go eat downtown. I'm not going to go do this. So I was like, sure. Um, now, now that I haven't talked to him since, but now he's pretty screwed. He's got to wear it. Right. So I just bought a net gator and I just pulled up whenever I yeah. go somewhere. So we, we went in um, and <laughs> it's funny. So Kendall and I, we were just bored. Like I was at home. I wanted to take a nice. Kendall's living with you again, right? Yeah. He just moved in. Okay. So we wanted, we had a nice hut day, which if you don't know what hutting is. Hut? Hut. Okay. Think of old Indian tribes of being in a dark tent. Just it's referred to commonly as like they would get in a, a tent and smoke in a tent and you would hut, hut in a tent. But we're not smoking. But we always sure, refer sure, to sure. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> we always refer to hutting as going down into the dark basement and just like watching TV for like in the cold basement for like six hours. Oh God. You know, that just sounds like heaven. Yeah. So that could be an episode of the show. Yeah. So like next time you hut, invite me over, I'll come up. We'll, we'll like binge three or four episodes while drinking a couple bourbons and then record. And then we'll record for the third hour. Well, honest to God, like my, my basement is like, 60 degrees that's and, what mine and is i right love now. it yeah do you not like it so you're, no, i love it yeah. l- l- i mean just for a little context you're wearing long ass pants and a it's and 95 a, degrees outside and a jacket yeah. you have a fleece jacket on yeah that says la fitness yeah while it's 95 degrees outside like yeah. i know well, that I, that's, I, I you work have to wear it to a, work I, I know i don't have to but it's more professional you can't wear shorts at work right no Right. I have to wear dress pants. Sure. So, um, so I know you, but like you're wearing a fleece fucking late fall, very yes. early spring jacket. Yes. Not middle of summer, 95 no. degree jacket. Yep. So anyway, hutting, like we just, I had, I was supposed to go fishing and the water is too warm. It's too warm, yeah. which if you have fish for musky, you know, they're very delicate in high temp waters. So they can die quickly. So we just scrapped it. And I just, this was the first weekend in six weeks that I had not done anything. 
So I decided. Yeah, no shit. It's been it's been impossible to actually schedule anything with you. Yeah. So I just decided I'm going to use this weekend to hut, and we hutted in the basement. Um, that's funny. I've never heard of that. Yep. Hutting. Hutting. Interesting. All right. Um, and so I was bored. I did get bored, and I was like, "Let's go get this Costco membership." So. We went there and we got it and we got a, a couple things for, for food that evening. But like, I was like, ah, it, 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 hilarious. Typical Tyler and Kendall. Like we went and got our membership and then we're like, ah, oh, let's go walk through and, and get the stuff. And we didn't grab a cart. So we're like walking through the store with like our hands full of, you know, a couple things that we wanted for later in the evening. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to walk back up to the front. Like I'll, I'll finish my grocery shopping tomorrow. So I actually did go back to Costco the next day. Um, and it, it sucks. Cause like there's, there's things that like Costco is amazing for, but then there's things you have to, like we still had to, le- we left Costco and then went to Meyer. Like sometimes that sucks. Well, I mean, you're, you're, it's a bulk store. Yes. So with the exception of a few things that they sell as one-offs, you're buying crazy amounts of stuff, which is fine if you know, like coffee, you know, you're going to go through a shit ton of coffee, toilet paper, paper towels, water, you you know, soda, if that's what you drink, whatever. The other, it makes sense. And and for us specifically, like we don't have a lot of cabinet space and pantry space. We don't have a deep freezer. So we have to smoke through a lot of this food or else it's bad and couple days um but love that the line for the memberships was actually kind of long so it took a while yeah um what's i do like they are i have a sam's membership and i was costco membership i do feel like their checkout line goes pretty well oh yeah we we, they they, they've figured that out sam's is pretty fast too actually and the other thing that we really wanted and like we're gonna make kendall and i are gonna make it a sunday tradition as we go to costco is getting their hot dog their hot dog's ridiculous and their pizza so i've I've i did that one time too we were just starving we saw it we're like god man let's try it out it's it's awesome yeah Uh, so for a dollar fifty you get this massive hot dog it's like a sore penis man yeah you can't beat it and and a and a drink, so <laughs> it's a good. Deal. That was like, our lunch. I don't even know how that. It can't be a money maker. It's got to be just a hey. We're just going to provide this to our members. Well, they have to get that stuff. I mean, right now they have a limited menu. You know what it is? It's probably made from the stuff inside the store that doesn't sell. Maybe that's about yeah. to expire. They just make it that. You well, know what right I mean? now they only have hot dogs and pizza. Which they used sense. to have other stuff. No, but, I know. So, but that makes sense at least yeah. because then, oh well, shit, this is about to expire. Let's cook it up and sell it to people. Sure. Well, I think that's what they do a Otherwise lot also um, with some of their prepackaged stuff. Yeah. Like, I think they make those oh. ro- rotisserie chickens and they try to, they're like, ah, oh, shit. I love rotisserie chicken. And they're they're massive and they're $5. Yes, I know. It's $5. It's ridiculous. God. So Trina and I used to go on Sundays because they would always have like the sample yeah. people out. Yeah. And that you could go there and you could actually make almost like an eating date. Oh, you them. could for sure. <laughs> the other thing that the the main reason that I wanted as I've gotten more more into grilling and smoking Costco's meat selection for a rest or for a, a, a you know, market or whatever, or, you know, grocery store like it's it's easily the best. You like, think so? Oh, easily. Yeah. Easily. I mean, the, outside of the, maybe the like... The Giant Eagle over on a couple of the Parkway is really good. A couple of the Giant Eagles, like... But I still think they're better. No, I've, I haven't really looked now that I've got my smoker. I haven't been there because I got this during COVID. Yeah. haven't been to Costco since. I mean, like, I can, I can get anything. Yeah. Like, I like mean, the different seafood they have. Stuff? What? They have pork butts and all that stuff. Um, I don't remember that, but they had massive briskets. Yeah. Oh. Really? massive brisket the brisket i did i was i've never done a brisket before did a brisket here neighbor turned off the the smoker yep but the smoke ring that i got was freaking yeah. phenomenal so, so I'll t- you, I'll, you weren't here that day were you, you no yeah no. you were so I'll, I'll tell you uh you were on your boat i think yeah i was on the boat yeah nothing beats the boat um i will <laughs> i will tell you with so the reverse sears we got some nice ribeyes yeah um that was from Costco. I meant I was going to make them a Sunday night, right? 
I pepper um, garlic them up, and I went to go start the the grill, and it and it just started storming, and I was oh, like, God, "Don't you hate that?" Yeah, and I could have made it happen, but the only so the downfall with the smoker I have is when you're lighting the coals, the top has to be open. And it takes a couple minutes for the coals to, to catch. So and if it's fucking raining, raining, right? Like you can't have all your coals soaked. So mine doesn't do that. You just hit ignition. Yes. So that's good. And that's and that's a nice mine. one. I have but, to actually yeah. go manually light it with a starter. But I think yours as a smoker is a better smoker than what I have. But Maybe, like there's yeah. a couple things here and there like that I think is a benefit of mine. I don't have to have it open. In fact, they tell you to leave it closed. Yeah. But so so I. Got the steaks to 100 degrees, uh, internal temp, pulled them out. Is that a medium rare temp? What is that? It's it's far under that. So I pulled it out. Um, let You let them rest as you, you bring the grill. I think I did that at 250 or 275, but then I, then I brought up the grill to 685. Oh, wow. And... Damn, it ended up it ended up a little bit hotter because I mine can go that high. because I did I have, have um you know grease in there that basically you know right. catches yeah, and yeah. so um and before I did this I kind of um cleaned off the grates with some oil um so it might add a little bit better sear on it as well yeah um and the sear was fantastic and one of the things that I've kind of come to learn is that using butcher paper to tent and wrap is so how do, way, how, way better. How do you tent? So I just put it on a plate and wrapped butcher paper around the plate and, and under. That's, that's all I did for maybe five minutes. So, but when I seared it, it was only 45 seconds each side. Really? So 45, 45, and that was it. And so after the short cook to only, what was the internal temperature? 100. It was maybe 25 then you, and then minutes. What, what did it finish as? I don't, I didn't, medium I didn't take rare? it. I, yeah, I didn't take a temp. No, I'm, I just um, meant like the finish. Yeah. It was medium rare. Yeah. I, I, is that how you like I steak? started this process. I, I looked online. It said 110, but then at, every time after I, I seared and tented, it was like medium and I'm like, what the fuck? So I've had to bring it down 105, 100. And next time I might even do um, 95, take it off at 95. Cause you got to remember once you take it off and you set it and you let the grill come back up to that, that sear temp, it's continuing it's to cooking. cook. Right. So just like when you take it off and they let it set so yeah. that the, so you don't just bleed out exactly. when you cut it. So it fantastic. Yeah. probably the best steak I've steaks I've ever made. Um, but the cool thing about that I learned with the butcher paper is it's a way to tent, but it doesn't steam the meat, especially if you're smoking that bark. What you'll find is it steams that bark and that bark becomes soggy. So the butcher paper holds that in the heat, but the not heat, the moisture and the moisture gets trapped in the butcher paper, not, not in inside the inside. The, so yeah. that's what happens with tinfoil. Right, so, right, because right. I did a Texas method on ribs and wrapped them in tinfoil, you know, I cooked them, wrapped them in tinfoil, or I smoked them, wrapped them in tinfoil and put them back on. When I pulled them off, like the bark on the outside, the rub was just like soggy. Yeah. It like, so, but when I, when I pulled the off. The dry rub you had me do was outstanding. Yes. I didn't, I didn't wrap them at all. Yeah, not once were they wrapped, and they they were perfect. So I I the last ones I did that were the best ones yet is I wrapped them when I finished it. Yeah. So I wrapped I wrapped them in the butcher paper. They did not sog at all, and it made it even a little bit more fall off the bone. Hmm. And it was it was that was the way to go. I think I did I did five hours on the grill or on the smoker, thirty minutes wrapped. Nice. So I just I just did another pour of the first one we did just to kind of compare. And I think I think that our assessment's correct. I think the second one is a little more complex. The first one's good. They're both really good. Yeah. The second one's a little better and it's all in the finish, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. For me it's the finish. 
So for me, I I would hunt these two. If these were regular shelf bourbons, I would hunt for these. But obviously they're club picks, so we can't really hunt for them. They're sold out now already, but yep. I'm glad I got them. I, I'm glad I got them. I've passed on a couple of bourbons lately that, uh, like, there's been some rise. I, I did. We did rise for our flights of the round table. Loved them. We did uh, piggy piggyback, which is I think a six year. We did a ten year yep. whistle pig, and then we did Angel's Envy rye. I liked all three of them, and I've never really been a big rye fan. But now I'm starting to question whether I might be a rye fan. Mm. So they were really good. But these these were outstanding. Um, I think I would I would call these a hunt. You're calling them more like a shelf, probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the price definitely plays a part. Sixty five though. I for for this, like I can genuinely say with the bourbon enthusiast picks, I'll pay sixty five dollars yeah. for sure. Yeah. Because I I genuinely I mean, they're, they're, agree with their palate. Yeah, and they're they're select picks. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's like a store pick. Yeah. Yeah. I and, pay extra and by for that people, by itself. Yeah, and it's by people that Share generally this. have, uh, uh, I mean, not only a similar taste to each other, but like, I mean, let's just say that they, you know, have an idea of what they're doing. Well, they you do know? for sure, but I, but every pick they've, with the exception of the barrel bourbon, and that's just probably me. Um, I really enjoy their palate. I think it's it's more in line with mine. And I do breaking bourbon as well. And um, I don't think I haven't I haven't meshed with their palate as well, but I do enjoy some of their picks. I've I've had a couple of theirs and they've been really good. Um most recently the Chattanooga whiskey that we did, the bourbon, that was outstanding. Mm-hmm. That was probably my favorite pick from Breaking Bourbon yeah. by far. Like far and away. Um but I've consistently liked all of the bourbon enthusiast picks so far. I like it. So right. I think uh, that should probably wrap us up here. We're uh, over an hour now. So uh, let's go ahead and wrap this one up. And uh, I'm going to go eat some dinner, man. I'm uh, Dude Pool. Thanks for joining us. And, and I'm uh, Tyler Schaefer. Yeah. So thanks a lot, guys. Uh, we'll be back again next week and uh, keep looking out for some more posts from us. Thanks a lot. See you. Thank you for joining in for another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review at any of the sites where you're listening to the podcast. Also, find us on Instagram and Facebook. 